0: Hello and welcome to Ceremony. Here we believe that every word, thought, action, and intention is an offering of devotion. Welcome. Peace and welcome to Ceremony. Today, 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 I'm sitting with someone. I'm so, so, so excited to be sitting with her. Name is Carrie Soul, uh, and she's on Instagram. And I'm gonna have her give her Instagram handle because I, I mess up names. But I just kind of want to tell a quick story on how I came across this beautiful soul. So one day I'm on Instagram and I'm just scrolling, and we actually follow one of the same people. Um, one of my teachers, Elise Mirashe. And so uh, I went to her page and I remember you had this beautiful yoga flow, but you were talking over it. And I don't know what I was doing, but I was like, "Uh," like your words just landed with me in that Mm -hmm. moment. And I was so grateful. I was like, what? uh, Like this beautiful remembrance, like came up in my body. And I was like, she's a soul sister she walks this (laughs) path of like devotion i feel like my sisters are the ones that like know like that fire of transformation will burn you but still we walk towards it Mm -hmm. and i just remember like liking all your pictures and being like okay i'm a fan (laughs) officially and like knowing like she has to be on my podcast like I know she has some good wisdom, some good jewels, and I just need to pull that out because someone is gonna need to hear this conversation. So I'm so excited to have you on ceremony.
1: Thank you so much, sister. I wanna give thanks to the great spirit for allowing this divine connectivity. I myself am a fan of you. Mm -hmm. I took some time to listen to the videos that you provide, the podcasts that you share with the world. And that was just more confirmation that the work that I am doing, not just in servitude, but in my inward journey, I knew that I was going to find, I'm going mm-hmm. to find gems through this beautiful commune. So I thank you for those beautiful mm-hmm. words. They mean so much to me especially because I'm initiating uh, this shamanic mm. journey
0: yes so Thank in you. ceremony we believe that every word thought action and intention is an offering of devotion so right now in your life what does devotion look like <laughs>
1: that's a, that's a <laughs> question <laughs> Yes, uh, devotion in in my life means looking at yourself, even in the places that you don't really want mm. to venture to, because I feel that uh, along my journey, I've been looking for devotion Ooh. outside of myself since. Uh, seeking to pour it into other beings, other things that are really at the end of the day, projections of myself uh, at the degree that I am living upon. So I look at devotion as me giving my heart to source, giving my heart to this planet, to this universe, to the all uh, because at the end of the day, Uh, when I sit with myself and I ask not only the conscious part of my brain, but the subconscious part of my being as well, I always get the same answer when I ask, what am I here to do Mm -hmm. simply to love? (laughs) And that is where my devotion is centered, on the love that I generate for my existence uh, so that I could pour it upon all creation, mm, so yes. you. I feel like you
0: said so much, and oh my gosh, I just want to talk about some of the things you said because I just like I'm sitting here and I'm taking this in. And I'm just like, uh, when you said you were for devotion, you found yourself at one point looking at self, like you know, you said, uh, devotion in life for you is looking at self, even in the places you don't want to venture to. And I feel like, yes, that is. You know, we all have these parts of ourselves that we don't like that we don't want to see. And I'm a believer. I love mm-hmm. the real. Like, don't give me the fake. Like, if you're mm-hmm. feeling like shit, I wanna know. You know what I mean? Because life is not Absolutely. this picture perfect bubble, right? And sometimes in mm-hmm. healing, I feel like, you know, there's these these two types of people. The people that rom- like I sometimes I'm a I'm a I'm guilty of romanticizing um healing but then I also talk about like no this shit is hard and I want to cry and I don't Mm want to do it and I'm like life I'm gonna need you to stop like I love you but I'm gonna need you to stop so Mm -hmm. in those moments where like how do you how has like the inquiry right how have you ventured into those unknown parts like (laughs) what has that looked like for you because it's it's rough like how do you navigate that space
1: Okay. So just talking a little bit about um, my chart, the placements that I came into this life carrying. Uh, I'm a Scorpio, uh, which means that I naturally look for transformation. I naturally look um, into those dark Mm -hmm. realms. Uh, It's something that has always caught my attention. Even as a child, um, I found myself giving life to just everything, you know, the knowing that the innocence offers us. Um, But then again, I was always uh, encountering uh, Mm. the shadow, you know. Uh, I come from a bloodline of uh, what we call curanderas, or medicinal women, who uh, keep the ancient practices alive. Uh, with the connectivity with the plants who are our great teachers. So for me, uh, I began with uh, the Santa Maria, which is marijuana. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I began uh, really at the beginning, it wasn't me looking to explore these aspects of myself. It was more so to experiment out of curiosity. Uh, Because I was dealing with depression, anxiety, uh, just a culmination of the traumas from my childhood that I honestly could not Mm. remember. So, you know, life went on and uh, in 2018, I decided to uh, begin a plant-based diet. I started uh, working at this Egyptian spa, learning more about kemet uh and then i got to a point where i found myself in this meditation retreat Mm -hmm. right and uh the woman who uh, was assigned to sit next to me she was actually a shaman. and the other woman who was sitting to my right her name was aya oh my
0: goodness
1: Uh, so there was just
0: wait a minute like like I just I just need a moment in my body to like really register that. Like how can that happen a moment? Like you sit like think about that. You to a a shaman, a medicine woman, right? And then the other woman, her name yes. is Aya. Like I'm
1: just like having yes. this moment. Yes, and she, yes, and she's from Egypt. Yes, wow. she, she's from Egypt. Yes, that is like yes. that is
0: yes. like like that is the mess. Like that's like he like I need you.
1: Yes, absolutely. I, when because and the crazy thing about the um the whole thing was that the retreat for ten days we had to be in silence. Mm. So for ten days I did not know anything about these two women, but I felt connected. Wow. And and at the end when, on the 12th day, when we could finally speak to one another, we just gravitated towards each other and we started releasing who we were. And it turned out that the shaman, she's actually from Columbia and she was holding ceremonies uh, in Florida, in Orlando. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at the time, um, because I grew up in Atlanta, uh, I'm originally from, from Mexico, um, a state called Veracruz uh and uh, I've i just returned not too long ago but at that time I was all for it I really didn't have much information I didn't want to uh, drown myself in in too much uh, information from from google because I knew that at the end of the day uh the medicine was going to do her Mm -hmm. thing and it was exactly so um I went to the ceremony and that's when I realized that that I had been escaping mm. myself. Can you say that one more Me. time? Cuz that just like, <laughs> ooh, you had been
0: escaping yourself. <laughs>
1: mm. Yeah, I had been running away and playing the blame ooh. game because I felt victim because I wasn't looking at the bigger picture because i kept uh suppressing memories in my subconscious and uh this three-day retreat you know uh which is another reason why i really really felt so drawn to you because of the name of Mm -hmm. your podcast i mean you call it a ceremony and literally what what the ceremonies with the ancestral medicine teach you is that life is girl
0: i need a moment i need a moment i need a moment (laughs)
1: like
0: I seriously, like, oh my gosh. I That was the experience that I had sitting with Plant Medicine. That is why I changed yeah. my life. Because like you said, Plant Medicine made me realize, like, I'm going to these ceremonies. These are beautiful. But life is the fucking ceremony.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And, yes. Absolutely. Mm, I got chills. So from there, yeah, from there, sis, I, I realized that when I... When I would try to go into meditation, I was always seeking the light. and I was just sitting there breathing. Meanwhile, a part of myself was asking to go deeper because at the end of the day, if you can't sit with yourself and explore the thoughts that come into your into your conscious mind, from the subconscious, if you can't sit there and handle what is coming up to the surface, then what does that tell you about Mm. your self-love? Meaning, meaning if you start getting all uncomfortable and you're trying to look for, you know, your, your spirit guides to come and eradicate these thoughts that are coming through. Why is that? So why are you escaping? You know, that's, that's what the the overall message uh, was that I was receiving at that time was okay. So you're trying to find all of this light, but you don't want to dig through the depths of your soul.
0: You don't want to. You know, I just need to say that. And that was just like, ooh.
1: mm. yeah, you're you're looking for all of this light and you don't want to dig in the depths of your soul where the gold is really at, where the light is really hidden, you know, because how are we going to be? Uh, calling ourselves healers if we're not healing those aspects of myself and that was another thing um, that I really had to pay attention to was what Mm. I was calling myself you know the titles that I was giving myself because you know I began calling myself a healer and I didn't feel like that was what I needed to be calling myself you know because I can only I can only heal myself at the end of the day I I cannot heal anyone else. I can provide medicine because at the end of the day, I Mm -hmm. am the medicine because I'm discovering the medicine through these depths because that's where the light shines through me, you know, and it's, it's constantly remembering that we are cyclical beings. So for us to get all, um, uncomfortable with ourselves when we start venturing, uh, the lower aspects um then then what is this spiritual community really all about because I had to reevaluate also what kind of content I was Mm. providing you know because if I'm just talking about you know love and peace what really is love and peace how do you really obtain love and peace let's talk about that you know what I'm saying and 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 I myself also you know fell into the romanticizing aspect of spirituality but spirituality is really uh purifying the conditioned mm-hmm. mind <laughs> um and and that's something that i get really um, i get really uncomfortable with people who who claim to be uh the solution Mm -hmm. you know uh when they claim to be the solution when when they think that they have received everything you know uh when they think that the work is done if the work is really done then why are you still here you know uh because personally I feel that this is the life that's going to take me back Mm. home (laughs) and so that is you know what keeps my devotion alive you know it's it's getting to that great, great, great spirit, you know, because I feel like I'm always undergoing this death and rebirth. Mm -hmm. I so feel you about the death and rebirth because, you
0: know, one thing, like you said, I'm always, I always find myself in like allowing parts of myself to die and then welcoming the mm -hmm. parts that I thought I forgot or that need to be with me at that season and recently i had this moment of like i was in a process of death but i was very aware like usually i come in on the tail Mm -hmm. end but during this whole season i've been very aware like okay we're changing and i either have the option to flow with change or i can resist it but the more Mm -hmm. i resistance the more aggravation i'm causing right the more i'm delaying my ascension Mm -hmm. and so i find for Mm -hmm. me um I've built like this spiritual toolkit um, and these are physical and non-physical tools that help guide me when I'm in that life and you know birth and death process. When I'm in the, the midst of change, when I'm in the midst of like uh, irritation or frustration or anger, when I'm in the midst of those things, I try to go back to my tools. So if you were to compile like this spiritual toolkit, what would be some of those tools that help connect you back to your power plus purpose
1: okay beautiful (laughs) (laughs) I love the structure of your your questions (laughs) Uh, so that is actually what Libra season came to teach to teach Mm. me (laughs) Uh, I love this I love this so much okay so basically what my spiritual kit would be composed of first of all um, definitely uh, incorporating the plants mm-hmm. in my routine uh, there is a medicine uh, called rape, mm-hmm. um which is uh, used to purify and align the chakras um, to help you release and, and purify any stagnant energy within the aura you know it's um, it's usually made of a mixture of tobacco and other herbs. Uh, also, sometimes they add uh, tree ash and just, it, it's really, you could look at it like aroma therapy because it's, you inhale it through the nose, mm-hmm. through the nostrils. And for me, when I receive Rappé, um, I'm able to clear out um, any noise that is coming, uh, from forces outside of myself, so that I could see these forces and and understand and understand why they have projected themselves towards towards my energy or what am I doing uh, to to vibrate on that on that frequency. So that leads me to writing. Mm-hmm. So I start to write. Uh, when I start writing, uh, I start hearing my spirit uh, because. We sometimes do not look at the importance of what comes out of our mouth. Mm, yes. <laughs> we don't know that we're casting spells all the time. Oh, all the time. Um, I
0: love that you said that. I love that you yes, said that. I'm a believer yes, in prayer. Yes. Like I tell people, listen, yes.
1: you better use,
0: you can either use your words to build and create, mm-hmm. or you can use mm-hmm. your words to destroy. And most of the time, mm-hmm. we're using our words to destroy ourselves like go in the mm-hmm. mirror, talk to yourself lovingly, hug yourself, kiss yourself, take yourself on dates mm-hmm. yes, yes. I, yes.
1: I, sorry yes sis. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 I love it yeah cause it's so true you know and, and I I've always loved writing so I could always see how the things that I would put down on paper especially if I'm you know speaking on manifesting something I'm I'm talking about in, in little to no time these things will will come into fruition you know yes. so with that being said you know i, I would jot down i jot down all the things that i am feeling and then i break it down and i put the reason behind it and if there isn't a reason why is that i just go deep into it mm. through, through writing you know and the next thing you know i have uh more clarity so when i receive that clarity then i can transform it through dancing which is my way of praying uh for me uh when i start dancing when i start incorporating yoga i am really uh transforming and allowing my spirit to shine through Mm -hmm. because i go into this, this state of trance that Says oh, sis, it's, it's like <laughs> <laughs> unlike anything I could ever ex- express to you. And in that moment, you know, when I'm sweating, when I'm feeling my fire, you know, when mm. I'm feeling all of the elements moving in within me, without me, how everything is just in constant motion, I become one with everything. Yes. And, and and I'm able to to have, you know, that clear channel of for me to express myself not only uh through the things that I have just shared but also with the people around me that is my greatest tool honestly because I live around um my family who is still very um who is still living in a bubble I would say Mm -hmm. yeah um and Of course I come into the picture and I am on a different and that causes a lot of distortion um, that direction so when I uh, when I just uh, take some time to observe these people you know these energies that are coming forth um, I am able to remember the times where I was vibrating low and and I realized that there is the opportunity to, to to do what I'm here to do, you know, yes. uh, which is fulfill the purpose and to just love. So yeah. I look at the areas where I know I need to direct love <laughs> as well, the areas that make me uncomfortable, you know, and I and I go that direction. And and I utilize the the messages that come through prayer, through dancing, through writing, uh, through the plants, you know, mm-hmm. because because if if I don't if I don't share what comes to me, um, then that that energy becomes stagnant, sis. Yes, <laughs> and I get real ugly when I get stagnant. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. You know, just just a little bit of that. Cooking as well, that helps me. Gardening, uh, you know, going for a walk. But mainly just uh, those three things. Uh, the plants, the writing, and, and the dancing. Yes. Really most.
0: I feel like I'm even more like a fangirl of you now. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like when you were, you know, I often, I try to sit with, hape or rape and mm-hmm. sananga a couple times a week oh, yes. um, because like you said for me it's that especially sananga um, mm-hmm. I just started sitting with that and it's like allowing myself to go into the like those uncomfortable areas mm-hmm. and I notice the more I release in the body the easier it gets Yeah, and if I can take that into my everyday life like that warrior sense that that I can Mm -hmm. handle this since I just use my breath but Mm -hmm. I love how you said when you write like you go deeper into it and it reminds Mm -hmm. me of the emotional process so like with the emotional process we get a thought and then we label that thought good or bad and then Mm -hmm. basically that good or bad dictates our behavior and sometimes it's repetitive so I love how you like using that using the writing as an inquiry to go deeper
1: yes ma'am I love
0: that (laughs) like when you were saying that I was like "Ooh, I'm gonna use that because I'm a writer so I'm like I'm gonna start like because sometimes (laughs) we we don't know instead of like we're like oh like okay I feel like this but it's like well kind of go like why do you feel like this and then like going like down that rabbit hole to see like those emotions because writing allows it to come out
1: yeah yes it's because let me tell you something it's not always easy because Mm -hmm. the resistance gets real (laughs) very (laughs) real And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, my mind goes blank and nothing is coming out and I'm getting frustrated. But then I have to take a moment to breathe. Mm. I have to take a moment to breathe because who's going to be stronger? This resistance or this heart or this Mm. purity or this love? Yes. Yes. Because I go to
0: church right now. (laughs)
1: because we don't realize that we're in a constant battle because we don't look at uh, light and dark as one. And what I mean by that is that, let me tell you something, sis. These days, (laughs) (laughs) these days, these days, I love my shadow. I love my shadow because it is the reason why I'm here today. It is the reason why I am constantly seeking that goddess that i know is so ready to shine through yes you know because when i really sit down and think about that resistance it's really a culmination of the programming that i accepted the moment i made an accord with the most high Ooh. And when when I sit down and say this out loud, you know, when I say this out loud, something inside of me pushes me forward, meaning that we often talk about uh, things that are common. In the spiritual community, things that are said often like, Yeah, we chose our parents, we chose our name, we chose our color, we chose our family, we chose to be here. So then, if we know this, if we're saying this, then why aren't we acting accordingly? Mm. You know, because we pick up all of these ideas all of these programmings even within the spiritual community and all of a sudden we're confused again because we're not we're not going within to ask ourselves okay i chose all of this but why Mm. but why you know why why am i doing this like what is the reason and i had to sit down and ask myself why am i giving these therapies why am i why am i going to ceremonies Why do I want to go to the jungle? Why do I want to start communities? Why do I want to go against the system? What has the system actually done to me outside of the things that I've heard? Mm. You know, because we also base a lot of things off of other people's accords with spirit for what they came to venture here on this planet, this dimension, you know? And when we take the time to just look at what we have accumulated have uh, allowed to continue to to continue to bother us even though it already has passed you know for me personally i am tired of playing victim mm-hmm. You know, I'm tired of playing victim And that's what resistance wants you To continue doing You know, like I don't You shouldn't write about that Because it's too hard for you To go back into those memories Or uh, if you write about that What's going to be the point Mm. of writing about it You're just going to remember these things Remember uh, Remember how you felt Like it feeds those aspects of you That need to be transformed So when you Say you know what? I'm about to burn this down to the to the root. You know what right. I'm saying? Burn this down to the root. When you finally do it, even if you're just writing down says even if you're writing down a title, mm. just by the title, you can ask yourself, "Why am I writing this title? What is it about this title? Where am I going to direct this?" You know, it's about dissecting your intention. Yes. Because we don't, we, we say we have an intention, but where is that intention really coming from—from from the mind or the heart? Mm-hmm. You know, and personally, uh, with resistance, you know, I I am aiming to build this relationship where I look at fear as a tool yes instead of my opponent Mm. you know instead of my my enemy you know because at the end of the day when I start feeling a little fear you know when I start getting uncomfortable that is my cue that we're about to transform yes Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm so yeah i
0: just i (laughs) love like and literally when you said that talks about fear about a year ago i (laughs) was um i was at a ceremony and i was really i I was just like i was really just like the unknown right the -hmm. unknown carries a certain level of fear and i remember sitting there and we're getting ready and they're praying and i'm just like you know what like I'm fucking grabbing hand, like fear by the hand and we're just gonna dance. And I always say, like, my partner in life changes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just gotta take fear and we dance. I do things and I'm just like, I like you said, I know this is guiding me in the direction that I need to go. And there's no way like mm-hmm. through this, but through it. And so sometimes my dance partner is mm-hmm. grace. Sometimes my life partner is authenticity. And like, it just changes and learning how to take those different things like you know we can replace it with fear with anything but learning how to move through that and like you said like that resistance is an indicator i always say like our cars give us an indicator when the tires need to be changed or when our oil is low our bodies give us indicators when we are about to Mm
1: -hmm.
0: either when we're in danger where when if we're getting ready to change like if i'm if i'm hurt or there's like a sign that something isn't right here. Without fail, my right hand gets like tightness in my stomach. Like my heart will just like there's a tension there, and that's my indicator to be like, mm-hmm. okay, you need to to rethink this, like whatever this is. So I, yes. I love how you said that, and it kind of somewhat goes into the next question. Um, I'm just this is okay. like divine. I'm just letting you know this is just divine. Absolutely, um, absolutely. One thing I find myself. <laughs> Uh, engage in the practice is of remembering Um, a lot of my remembrance Mm -hmm. has come through sitting with ceremony with different plant medicine some of my remembrance comes through conversation Um, some of my remembrance comes in meditation Um, and just like self inquiry Um, so what does remembrance and we can replace the word remembrance with anything but what does that process look like for you and what are you remembering
1: right now Okay, so I'm going to begin with what I am remembering right now. Uh, right now, I am being asked to venture into memories of my mm. parents, okay, uh, my relationship with them. Uh, and, and when I say my parents, Uh, I'm really referring to my ancestors because uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, I find a lot of resistance within my family that lives around me, um, in regards to what they perceive me to be instead of, you know, taking the time to actually talk about what it is that I'm doing because, um, a lot of this um from the outside if you're deciding to choose ignorance over actually obtaining or connecting with someone about what it is that they're doing um it can look like you know brujeria or it can look like uh just something very um outside of what it is that i'm actually doing you know and uh I had to sit down and and ask my my parents, you know, if someone comes up to you and asks you, who is Karina? Who is she? What does she do? What is she really into? What would be your response? Mm. And I realized that they're still resonating, resonating on the seed that was planted during my adolescence, you know, during my rebellion. You know, um, and I realized that that is actually a cycle of remembrance that exists within my entire bloodline where something that is out of when something is out of the norm, it gets uh, planted deep in the subconscious and all of a sudden, you know, time goes by and They aren't able to go beyond uh, or allow this seed to flourish into the light because they aren't doing that for self. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I had to sit down and ask myself, all right, where? Well, why is it that I am conscious of these things and uh, the rest of my family is not? That must mean that this is a cycle from perhaps other lives uh that are being projected within this life you know Mm -hmm. so this must be part of the reason why i am here okay so what does that mean say all of that to say that i am currently remembering the power of the womb space Mm. because the moment that i initiated the healing space where I give the massage therapies excuse me (laughs) the massage therapies and uh, just the energetic work the energetic service that we offer here in my space when I began doing this I started to feel like a woman Mm. I started to remember the goddess I started hearing ma'at I started hearing source and that only came to be because I had to sit down and remember who I used to be and who I am now. And based off of those observations, I was able to open that channel with my family And honey, when I tell you (laughs) the response was just so painful, Mm. (laughs) the response is painful, but this pain is preparing me for the world. Yes, because majority of us who are walking on this path uh we find ourselves having to work through a lot of uh generational curses and Mm -hmm. people are always like yeah i'm here to break these generational curses but when it comes down to looking your mama and your daddy Mm. and your auntie eye and telling them their truth all of a sudden you get all shaky and you don't want to sit there and tell the truth but honey that is not who I am and that is what this remembrance of the what the power of the womb the power of my aunt, the power of the woman who she is is able to move because look, resistance knows that it only takes one person, one person to light up the world. And that's what the ascended masters came here to teach us. And so when I tune into this remembrance, when I tune into these aspects of myself that are so real, yes. because yes, I was that monster. And yes, that monster still lives within I. But this monster is what pushes me to purify more and more. Because if when I heal, you heal. And I know that. Yes. And I know that and I live that. So even if you're telling me that you're not feeling what I'm saying, I know deep down within your spirit is connecting with mine and that's all that matters. Yes. Because that because that mask, that resistance is trying to put, you know, before me, I'm not buying it because I know that mask far too well and that's why I had to go through the things that I went through. You know? Yes. That's what not playing victim it's it's, it's 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 confronting the monster that tortures us <laughs> all the time when we going through them dark yes. nights. You know, it's it's being able to move past that. It's breaking that barrier. You know, it's it's remembering that I am within. Yes. You know. Listen, oh. honey. Listen, I'm just oh. over here, like
0: <laughs> yes and yes and yes. Hmm. Mm, so much (laughs) I'm a big like person I love for things to sit and resonate and just Mm -hmm. allow it to like notice you know how my body's reacting and um, ooh honey Mm -hmm. I I always pray before Mm -hmm. these podcasts that um, the words, the conversation that it flow like honey because my intention is always Mm -hmm. like there's a woman right now that will listen to this and she's like at that threshold where she wants to change and it's calling to her you know what I mean it comes to her at night in the morning in those quiet times of the day and she's afraid and so my Mm -hmm. intention is always that Mm -hmm. they hear one of these conversations and they know they're not alone Mm -hmm. and they know that after death there is rebirth um so Mm -hmm. mm, we are moving into the last question, and I've just enjoyed you so much. And I'm really, I, yes, I'm excited for this next question. This is has to be like one of my favorite questions. Mm, okay. So, I'm a believer that life is always serving us up medicine. And, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's sticky sweet, it's like Oshun's honey. And I'm just like, oh, give me more. <laughs> I love this medicine you know what I mean and sometimes it's a bitter herb and I'm just like no thank you Mm -hmm. I don't want that can I have some more honey Um, but it's Mm -hmm. it's always there and I don't get to choose what medicine I I ingest I just get to choose whether I digest it and how I use it in the digestion process through my body so right now what in this time what medicine is life currently serving up for you
1: <laughs> <laughs> the medicine that is serving me is communication mm. all right it is opening this throat chakra yes. okay and what's bitter to the taste is always sweet Ooh. for the soul and that's because A lot of the things that I am having to express these days are very, 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 very real. (laughs) Things that make my entire being shake, you know, things that make the ego tremble. Mm. All right. I I am being... uh, I, I don't want to use the word tested because it's, it's not that I'm being tested. I am being given two mm-hmm. choices, you know. Uh, I want to share with you uh, something that has been coming up frequently in my life. Um, it has a lot to do with the concept that we hold... In regards to um, heaven and hell, you know, uh, what we perceive as um, the devil and and what we perceive as God and the angels. And a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, religious, uh, different uh, programmings that we have acquired through time. Uh, And having to actually stand up for what you um, know to be true in your heart um, when when you're dealing with people who are within those um, realms of restriction, um, that is a very liberating thing to do, sister. Mm -hmm. When you are able to sit through... A commune with someone who is com- the complete opposite of what you're living, what you're expressing, what you're resonating with, and you're still able to sit there and and love that mm-hmm. individual, and thank that individual, and mean it, you know, because sometimes we say certain things just to be yes. right. And that is what this medicine, that's what the medicine of the throat center is teaching me that if I'm going to express something, it better be because my heart is desiring it. You know, it it better be because love requires it to come forth, you know. Otherwise, I'm just talking. I'm just talking, and I realized that I have been doing a lot of talking, trying to get people to come on this wave, because I love this wave so much. Because I love this, this, this life that I am discovering, that I don't remember or realize, or better yet, put into practice the fact that everyone experiences things on their, on their times. Yes. You know, everyone is meant to acquire certain things at certain levels when they choose it you know what I'm saying and I had to also look at the times where my words were actually very indifferent you know what I'm saying uh there is this um there's this idea I feel that that because some people don't agree with what we may be talking about right now that that makes um that that makes that person less than than us you know because or where we exclude these people because they aren't plant-based or they don't do certain practices or they neglect the the plant medicine but then if we're neglecting them, if we're excluding them, if we see ourselves separate from them, if we're saying these things, affirming these things, then how are we ever going to find unity? Mm. How are we ever going to, how are we ever going to break these cycles if we're still projecting what they're projecting upon us, which is this concept of separation. And I feel that it begins with what comes out of the, you know, uh, from the mouth, because essentially the seed that is planted within uh, the mind frame so for me the medicine that I am exploring is authenticity sister yes. through my words you know because it's been a little bitter for quite some time you know because as soon as somebody rubs me the wrong way all right I got a lot of you know godly energy in me mm-hmm. you know she, she she she's always ready to destroy any illusions any you know when the ego when someone starts talking to me from you know an egotistical standpoint like she's just just ready to destroy and burn it all to the ground but at the same time it's like what am I going to create after that destruction mm. you know what I'm saying like all right we're going to destroy it we're trying to destroy all these systematic you know unnatural ways of existing right but do we know what we're going to actually provide in the process of this destruction? Like, how are we going to polarize ourselves? Mm. How are we going to balance ourselves in this process through communication, sis? Yes. Through, commun- through sacred communes. And sacred communes is sitting down and being able to hear your brother who is lost. Yes. Ashe. It's being able to sit with your sister who is angry. Mm-hmm is being able to sit with your elf mm. dreaming okay who chose to be a machine who chose to turn into a robot who chose a life that is so artificial yes. and that we have to just that we just have to let them know we just got to let them know sis and it has to come from the heart and that's the medicine that i am currently receiving from the most high mm. it's, it's me expressing it's me expressing what comes to me through prayer yes it's me reflecting what god what source what Jah, the great mystery whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it it's it's literally projecting what is projected Upon me from my home, from our home, yes. from our origin. Never abandons us. Never exactly. Source doesn't sit there and and say, All right, well, you did this right and and now I favor you because now you're on this way. No. Mm. No, it's just simply yes. loving. And I am learning how to express express unconditional yes. love. Yes. <laughs> mm. So much. I just... I'm learning
0: how mm. to express. So... Mm. Yeah. That is some food for thought. That is some medicine. That is... Mm. Sister, you did not disappoint. This conversation has been... <laughs> Mm, it has been so nourishing to my soul. Um, and it has just Love-wise. given me so much and so much to process. But I want to end it on a quote, something that you said that really spoke to me. And that is, what's bitter to take to the taste is always sweet to the soul. I want to thank you so much for sitting with me in ceremony.
1: love wise my sister thank you I for say. receiving me thank mm, you for all you do yes. oh and if, you, if the people
0: want to find you if they're like i need some more of this sister like i need to be in <laughs> touch i need to connect i need ceremony i need that wisdom i need that guidance i need that grace where can they find you sis
1: okay you can find me on instagram my name is uni gaia nine you can also find me on Facebook as Carisol, K-A-R-I-S-O-L. And uh, I'm going to be also sharing some new things on through Instagram. Uh, we're going to be launching our website and just other things are still in the process, but definitely through Instagram, you can, you can find Wonderful. me. Wonderful.
0: Again, thank you so much for taking the time to sit with me in ceremony. Peace. Thank you, sis. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to sit with me in ceremony and invite you to come back next week as I interview another amazing human. In the meantime, in between time, you can find me at Planting Seeds with Brie on all social media and you can also visit me at my website PlantingSeedsWithBree.com. Remember, Healing is your birthright. Recreation is the tool. Peace.